three more days left. And then where will you get your melting chocolate? Don't worry. I'll jump in your mouth whenever you're ready. Good morning. I'm Travis Terrell, and welcome to We Are Live. Ocelot. How do you spell that? Ah. Uh, C. E. E. L. O. T. E. If you're from Norway, you're an ocelot. I see what you did there. Mm. Copyright Chris Denman. <sighs> Borrowed to T.J. Miller. Mm. <laughs> he said he's going to use it in Norway. Uh, good morning, everybody. It's Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, winding down the current format. I know Travis is super upset. He's got uh, plans to do, uh, I guess, what are you going to burn pictures every day next week? You're going to burn our jerseys like it never happened? Oh. Torch it out of your, out of your memory? Uh, no comment. Okay. Uh, we're proud to be here <laughs> because of Tech Electronics and their wonderful equipment live in Midcoast Studio. We're in Grand Center where uh, one Aunt Chris has her cigarette breaks. Oh, yeah, she. It's Chris Gardner. He's the producer. Hi, Chris. Garzy. Oh, there he is. Good morning, gentlemen. That camera's still having trouble adjusting to the wall that your hair used to cover up back there. The oh, camera's like, man, you can't just throw that on me. Oh, what's it doing? Oh, it just it has trouble. It's looking. It keeps trying to focus in where your hair would be. Mm. I just uh, I imagine the camera being like, where'd it go? Yeah, I don't see that, but maybe I'm missing something. I'm kidding. It's not sentient. Yeah. Uh, what's happening, Gardner? Oh, nice. Mm. Nice. Good morning, gentlemen, and good morning, Walnuts. Hello, Nuts. Mm. What's good, Walnuts? Mm. 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 So I, I've decided, Gardner, what you and I can do our I like first week Jersey away from. Burning idea. <laughs> Just fine. <laughs> we were making videos. I'm going to find old Chris Dimmon, Jersey. Oh, we could burn, like, pictures of ourselves. Oh, that makes more sense. Trumpy bear. <laughs> yeah. Except then w the flag is revealed, and that's burning, and then we're all in trouble. Yeah, that's trouble. Uh, but I decided, I think, what you and I can do starting next week, since we won't have a show to do, I think we should go to some of our listeners' actual jobs, and we do the show there. Oh, okay. Just you two's version just of you two, the show. You just show up, and we kind of continue the show, but do it for each individual audience member we've collected over the last four years. So we can technically get it done in one week. I think South City Tone, I think he's doing some mining. Oh, like inside, like caves and shit? Uh, maybe. Oh, I would, I've there. always, I mean, I've always wanted to do. You've been looking to get into that? Yeah, I've always wanted to do a show inside a mine. We are live from a mine. Yeah. Bon yeah, I'm black, and now I'm going to get the black lung. Lung. Yeah. Bon Missouri's got some mines you could do a show Think about doing a Black History Month episode in the mines in South County. What's up with all the uh, the memes that black folks are posting telling uh, mixed folks their, their month ends this Friday? Because it's half ignorant. But funny and accurate. True people. Like Twitter's good, aren't they? They are good money. It's mean. They keep they keep look. They keep the lights on. There you, go. you can celebrate till 14th. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Sorry, I didn't make the rules. 14th. What about 15th? It's a leap year. Uh, that's a good point. That's what someone made the point of. Oh. It's like, come on, give them the 15th. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I'll do that to them on Valentine's Day. That's fine. Yeah, I don't so want to break any hearts like that. That's cool. So you support that? I don't make the rules. <laughs> 
You just follow them? You just follow blindly. I don't follow blindly at all. The law is the law. If we went by what you went, North Korea would be running the show right now, partner. Probably, but then again, who says North Korea would have done a better job? Okay, here he is. Travis Drell, everyone. I'm not here, I'm just saying. Uh. <laughs> oh. Why'd your voice get so high? I, just, I don't know. I want to chastise him more, but he's the voice of a generation. Like, there better not be another world war, or it's going to be a whole lot of that. Like, I don't know, what are you guys thinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, act like we got to storm s- the beaches here in the, in, in, on the shore. You meet the enemy. They're like, all right, what do you have to say for yourself, America? And you're like, oh. What you got, man? Black Twitter don't meme them to death. <laughs> Look here, man. Y'all about to realize in the next 10 months. Hey, I guess now nine months. We ain't got to say in this shit. Black people just, what we go, what, y'all going to listen to us? Nah. We're going to outvote someone. We're, we're, we're going to be the group of people to vote. Vote out the bad, bring back democracy. Nah, it's on y'all. So we just sitting back. North Korea show up tomorrow. We be like, all right, what's good? Y'all like we going to raise up arms and... Go after North Korea if they show up in South Beach next week. No. We're going to be like, what that looking like? Y'all going to get them? Y'all not? All right. Well, shit. Let you, me go back to it. Let me go to my Rosetta Stone, learn some Korean. That's cool. Y'all don't want There's nothing we can do. Me. You'll turn against me, wouldn't you? If they in tell a, me to and they take over, yes. Would you kill me? I wouldn't kill you. What if you had to kill me to stay alive? I wouldn't do that to you. It would be much like the I'm scene. like, go in the run. And I do and a modest mouth bit. And you'll try and get someone else to kill me instead of have you having oh, to do it. No, it would a coward. Be. I'm a coward, so Just I wouldn't kill in me. that situation. What if I said, kill me? Well, how much are you paying? I'm not paying. I'm, oh, I'm well, giving you your life. I ain't got time for all that. Oh, I'm just saying, it 100, if, huh? if, if no, I am, because if North Korea showed up tomorrow, y'all act like we... Blacks, minorities, will now have a se- Oh, you know, we should stop them. Why? What? No. This is the part where you guys have to realize this is all y'all. Travis would be the part of the Nazi soldier, and you would be Adam Goldberg and Saving Private Ryan. I never saw Saving Private Ryan. You piece of shit. Mm. Yeah. I got no say in this. Everybody like, you know, y'all laughed at me yesterday. Your rel- black ass ain't moving. Your black re- ass ain't going to another country. And you know what? Deep down the side, you're probably right. So what else? I ain't got no choice but to just hey, you keep it moving, baby. Ain't nothing I can do or say that's going to make a difference. It's a reluctant scuffle that you get the feeling that they're both kind of like, ah, I mean, and then it turns into a fist fight. And then mm. the German guy's like, I got to drive this bayonet through your heart. Oh. And he does it. And you're just like, oh, oh, this is real. Yeah. That's how it would go. Oh, that's okay. Mm. No, nah, yeah, I don't. Sweet release. Oh, I don't. It didn't I, look so sweet. Yeah. Oh, mm. uh, Just build the statue of me. That's all I ask. You don't need a statue. What? River to pair statue. Okay. I do need a statue. Why? Why do you need a statue? Because I want one. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> kind of oh, there it is. impetus of okay. everything he yeah. does. It's pretty simple, Travis. Okay, well, thank you. I'm not right. it's complicated to so make it out. <laughs> was it deep at all? <laughs> was not uh, deep at all. Speaking of black history, this is from the Black Sheep. Uh, happy Lincoln Day. We in Missouri honor Lincoln for his efforts to stop slavery, work without pay, by getting paid to not work on a holiday only four states celebrate. Mm. 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 More importantly, happy birthday, Mom. Much more importantly. Sorry, Travis. Happy birthday, Gardner. Can, can we get a camera shot? Can I wish no, a happy birthday? You, you, wish my you mom control the birthday. camera. I don't know if you want to do yeah. that. Uh, what, what, what could go wrong? Mm. You'll see. Hello, Gardner's mom. Mm. 
waking up bright and early, looking as fine as you do. Enjoy your birthday, baby girl. You deserve it, especially after seeing your son. I love that that's your closer. Okay. Watch yourself. Because uh, yeah. I was going to show a clip of it to my dad. Oh, no. Your dad scares me to death. He scared all my friends growing up. Yeah, your dad, because he's literally the real-life version of the McAllister's next-door neighbor from Home Alone. Oh, like Heart of Gold, but intimidating. Yeah, just like the big guy with the huge shovel, incredibly intimidating. You got all these stories of lore about, you know, chopping up bodies and strangers he's met on the road. And when I see your father, I immediately understand why those kids in that movie were incredibly afraid he of wouldn't him. hurt you though what you, he what, would not what but you he, would do is you would be disappointed in yourself mm. he would talk to you and you would feel oh so he'll be a white version of my father uh-huh. okay yeah so well, you got a doctor in front of his name too <laughs> no, no. <laughs> freaking Gardner's dad was a bodybuilder my dad Come and a marathon runner apparently yes my He's dad like a, literally an iron man you literally grew up with iron man my dad has a name that sounds like a black man like his full name. What is his full name? William Leon Gardner. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Billy Leon? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't, don't call him Billy. I'm whatever Billy you Lee? Do. Yeah. Ah, oh, oh, no, Bill- uh, uh, not Billy Lee. <laughs> oh, I've been known Billy Lee Gardner, boy. Oh, he's been on Fairground since 78. Mm-hmm. He does sound like, oh, yeah. my. William I may have Leon to make Gardner. that a character in a story <laughs> I write. <laughs> <laughs> Black as hell. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know the authenticity of the name. William Leon really yeah. got me. William Leon Gardner. That's yeah. a free. That's a boss ass name. Uh-huh. That's a boss ass name. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> you you have a name like that. You are an intimidating son of a bitch. You are a pretty. It's it's funny too. And he'll say it very seriously. He's like, and I can't remember which aunt of his it was. He always says, "Only Aunt So and So ever called me Billy." Yeah, that's a man with that's a man with an origin story that you don't necessarily want to dive too deep into. I don't think you want but to see yeah. that. Yeah, William Leon Gardner. Yeah, that's a, that's a name. That's but, a name. Like, but happy birthday, Michelle. Ah, I hope she's not watching. What are you? Uh, what are you doing to celebrate? Um, I don't know that we're doing anything really. We're going to. I'm actually going to meet up with her later on this afternoon. I thought it was her birthday. Yeah. Why would you disappoint her like that? Yeah, she called. She wanted to, hmm. but we'll probably do a. Uh, my my little brother just had his birthday, and my grandpa, Evans too. So we're probably going to do. Normally, what we do is sometime in February, a dinner. Okay. Go to Handel's in hmm. North County, and uh, get some steak. Good, good steak. Yeah, that's a good place. Um, I don't have a really smooth transition for this because it was kind of a scary moment <laughs> last still night. Th- your other transition still works. Uh, okay. Psh. Man. Clear the room and go. Scary moment last night during the Blues and Anaheim Ducks game as Blues defenseman Jay Bo Meester was um, hit along the boards, returned to the bench, and uh, apparently suffered a cardiac incident and collapsed as he sat on the bench during the first period of the team's game against the Ducks on Tuesday night. The game was postponed with 7.50 to go in the first period. Um, This is according to, uh, this is out of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch with 7.50 remaining in the first. J. Bo Meester suffered a cardiac episode and collapsed on our bench 
after completing his shift. This is according to Doug Armstrong, the general manager. Thankfully, with a quick response of our medical trainers, Anaheim medical trainers, and their team physicians, they were able to stabilize Jay. He was alert and moving all of his extremities as he was transported to UC Irvine Medical Center. Currently, Jay is conscious and alert as he undergoes further testing by Anaheim physicians. We will update Jay's condition on Wednesday morning, and it shall announce they will pick a time uh, in the future uh, to reschedule the game, but that's not necessarily important. Um, it was a scary moment, and I, I was a little bit frustrated at first because I wasn't getting a ton of information about what was happening, but I look back on it, I go, well, that's actually well done by everybody who generally covers the the blues because they were all waiting on information mm -hmm. and they didn't want to put something out there without it actually all being confirmed. So I appreciate everybody showing the proper restraint uh, because that was an incredibly scary moment. And Gardner, you pointed this out in our group text. Apparently it is the father's road trip. Yeah, the dad's mm -hmm. trip. The dad's trip while the fathers of the players, they go on the road with the team when they go on the road. I think they're on the West Coast for the next three or four games, mm -hmm. if I understand it correctly. Um, and so, yeah, so I can only imagine how scary of a moment that was for Jay Bo Meester's father, who well, was... Who apparently rode with him. Rode with him to the hospital. The ambulance, yeah. They had to apparently use the paddles. Um, it was a serious cardiac incident where they had to revive him. Um, so, yeah, it was a very scary moment. Could have gone left very quickly. Thank God it did not. I thought it was responsible not only of the people covering the Blues and covering the NHL, but I thought it was very responsible of the Anaheim Ducks and the NHL um, and the Blues, of course, for postponing the game. I don't think it's fair to ask teams, especially the Blues players, when to you play don't know after you, why you don't know what's going on, yeah. especially after a guy was literally, uh, at one point, um, someone said he was trying to get the attention of medical staff. So that was one thing. So it looks like um, he's fine as of the moment, mm -hmm. uh, looking like some, that they have it all under control, but definitely a scary moment for Jane Bobies there. Yeah, you just you wonder if it was a singular event, why it happened, or if there, you know, if it could be something more chronic. Jeez. So you're hopeful that it's something that could be managed. Whatever, whatever's happened here. He's 36. He's in excellent shape. Uh, hopefully, it's just like a random thing. I don't know. Do you do you seriously contemplate retirement? I guess it all depends on the prognosis. I think right? it's too early to think about yeah. anything else. I think at this point, I think he just wants to try to make sure it's nothing that will happen again in general or something that he has to look after going forward with the rest of his life. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think in this moment, I think he's just thankful to, I'm sure he wants to be around his family, his wife and kids. I'm sure he was, I think that's just the blessing that his father was right there by his side. Who else, who best to have by your side during that moment than a, than a family member, than a parent? So I think for him, he's just, um, yeah, let me just <laughs> make it through the week and let's go from there. But yeah, yeah definitely a scary moment. What the diagnosis is, I would, I would guess. Chris Pronger, they keep bringing it up how he was literally, his heart was stopped in a game against the uh, well, Red Wings. It, it I mean, skipped it was, a beat. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, stopped has been the word said a bunch. But yes, it's... Uh, which was super scary. He was playing four days later, yeah. which that's different. I feel like because it was caused by like because you know what object. did it, why right. it happened, and everything like that. I yeah. think when you have a cardiac event, I don't think we'll see Jay Bowmeister for the rest of the year. I mean that's that's fairly clear. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Gosh, I, okay, good. So I mean, if, it, if that is the case, I mean, it just we have a cardiac event like this. This doesn't. It's not like you're using a paddle. You're literally having to yeah. revive someone. That is, is that something really you want to? It de it depends on what it is. Okay. I mean, that's... 
Especially if it was triggered by a physical hit to the upper body? I, I mean, I don't know that, though. Yeah. I mean, we're, you're speculating. Okay. No, like I, that doesn't sound like I us. need I need information to okay. make that decision. Uh, I, and no, you I'm, would too. Yeah, I'm not I'm speaking in the hypothetical, but I'm just I. I no, you, it I, wouldn't be surprising if he was out the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Like, it just depends on what that okay. what it how they diagnose it. I guess. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, definitely scary. Mom, I'm glad he's okay. Um, yeah. That uh, that you don't. Yeah. Um, the city has seen its fair amount of heartbreak when it comes to losing players young in their age. Um, or losing athletes in general. So I'm just very glad that situation uh, turned the right corner. And again, I guess best salutes, uh, shout outs to the Anaheim trainer staff. I think at the Blues, yeah, a lot of officials really stepped up. said they really jumped into action. Uh, they said the arena personnel jumped into action. So they said everybody responded the way yeah. you would hope someone would respond in that situation. That's also. That's a blessing because that, again, uh, so many things can go wrong. And that's la I would imagine even if you are a medical professional inside of that arena, I think the last person you expect to have a cardiac event is one of the players. Right. So I would imagine that also was a moment of shock. And that's a lot for them, I would imagine, to, to have to deal with in that moment. As, and again, this is what they train for, of course. But even when you train for it, you just never anticipate, oh, shit, on a Tuesday night in... Orange County, just one of the opposing team's players, going to have a cardiac event, and we're going to have to save their life in the arena. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, just because you're you're trained to do, you know, your max weight when you're weightlifting doesn't mean you're always going to want to throw that up. And this is one of those yeah. max things that you're going to deal with in their situation. So great they handle it, and hopefully, it's uh, it was just a super scary one time thing. Yeah, I, 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 it was weird. And then, like I said, Twitter kind of. I think a lot of and I think people literally didn't know what was happening, so no one wanted to truly jump into the speculation game. And I'm glad they didn't. People I follow, like Brandon Schaefer and uh, Cam Jansen, who obviously covers the Blues, uh, former Blue himself. I just saw things like Jabo and Oh No, and I'm just like, I need words. Mm -hmm. Somebody tell me what's happening. This is kind of freaking yeah, me you, out. I mean, you you alerted me to it. Um, I was watching other stuff mm -hmm. at the time. Uh, primary coverage and um i went so watched the video to kind of see what happened and um yeah i mean it was just a co he collapsed collapsed yeah and that's uh yeah very 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 scary stuff but i'm glad he's much better and again i think being around the dads i think it was i mean too you saw the players if you watch the video you see the players reaction too that's what makes it scary and yes. initially too yes because those you guys see him collapse yes. and you see them frantic as well yeah that um, was tough to watch that um, those are tough 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 guys that adds to the urgency i mean one of them yeah it's done who broke his jaw during the postseason and just was uh and then petrangelo your captain doing you know wave they're just waving people over and it and i you know there's been other incidents they talked about with cardiac events in hockey but also in hockey i mean think of the times when Guys have been cut by skates. Oh, like Jesus. You've seen that. Oh, have just been yeah, no, 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 And no, how no. quickly yeah, 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 the yeah, medical yeah, yeah, personnel yeah, yeah, yeah. get to, I mean, because there you have to, hey, we got to stop stop the bleeding somehow, like almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, especially when these guys are getting, I mean, they're getting cut in their neck. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So, I mean, they, man, they, they got to, it seems with some of these hockey things, they have to just, re they have to be so quick to react. Got to be able to react. And, Credit to them and the job that they do. And our first responders, um, don't 
and I mean, I'm not even trying to sound like I'm running for office and trying to win some well, it's gonna sound red like districts that, isn't it? in Missouri. But yeah, I am going to sound like that. I have a, <laughs> but no, the first responders sometimes don't get the appreciation that they deserve. It's almost like that they're expected to just be superheroes in and out every night. And I mean, you, um, and that's kind of what they train for. Essentially, most of the time you're you're hanging out, chatting with your boys. Like that's ninety five percent of what those people do is maybe check a sprained ankle and hang out and talk and but be, they have to be prepared the, all the time that's what i'm that yeah. makes it more difficult yeah. in my opinion because if you're a i keep making these dumb analogies but it's like the way my brain works it's like okay you're super tough but you never train you never fight train you never get into those fights then somebody's like all right go fight like that's a that's a high leverage situation well even with fri- fighting you can like ah, i can play i gotta fight in two months so you can work yourself well, up saying, to like that. They Whereas have to mentally the, yeah. be ready the whole time. And that, yeah, and those guys, and like, and you have to be on your A game every night. But it seems that it's preparation is the key. With Very much like so. that. So thank God for the preparation. Thank you. And again, following the rule or following their super strict standards, I'm sure. Yeah. By and the book. Just, and it does come. And again, I think I think it means like in a time like this, especially for the players, and as you just pointed out, how they reacted. Um. What better way to have a father's trip? I think you would, in a moment like that, that's so scary and so sudden, so fragile. It's great to have your father, your parent there. Yes, have that comfort. That's a good point. Because, yeah, that's just, I can't imagine. um, Yeah, seeing Petrangelo's reaction. Again, these guys are, he's a monster. He's a monster of a human being. You would think he was an Avenger for how huge this man is, one of the toughest people on the planet. And he's just like, you see the fear in his eyes. Um, and so I think, yeah, I think it's kind of, it's, it's, um, yeah, I'm just very happy that he's doing fine. And then that was going to be scary. This comes on the heels of what happened in, uh, uh, dugout at Bush Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. With the gentleman having the, the uh, cardiac arrest the cameraman. inside the other cameraman. Right. So. Right before Joe Madden was about to announce he was, yeah, I'm leave. I'm not going to be here anymore. And again, that's somebody in the moment who had training, <clears throat> a person who wasn't, uh, specifically a, uh, member of medical personnel. But because of their training and the, the you know this, they knew what to do in that moment, and because of their quick reaction, they with saved Derek, a life. Yeah, with Derek Gold, yeah. and then that also led to this off season too, where uh, writers got together and uh, a group of them and did some CPR training. That's awesome. Updated CPR. That's training. awesome. That's smart. That's cool. That's so I love it, it. It leads to something like that. I love it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty doggone mm-hmm. cool. To give Derek Gould a key to the city or something at some point. That man whistle. A, he's a whistle. He's a former he whistle, whistle slinger, whistle, as he likes okay. to say. <laughs> That's a lifeguard. Oh, uh, okay. He's on top of it. Yeah. We need a lifeguard in here. Okay. Where are you, where are you taking us? Well, looks like somebody in Chicago is going to blow the whistle on Mr. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Jesse Smollett, man, you missed Great American Race, didn't you? Man, uh, I was timing. Think, I was thinking that Woo, when I saw it. timing, boy. Oh, out of that one. There was Yikes. A, that Jesse's, could have been bad. There was a, there was a weird, uh, potentially alleged Conor McGregor video. Too? That's that, out that, there in the world? That, that has surfaced. Oh, boy. But this oh. would have been a nasty yeah. So I'm glad it ended the way it did. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a story that broke on Fox 32 News in Chicago. Uh, Jesse Smollett was indicted Tuesday in Chicago by special prosecutor Dan Webb, stemming from the alleged racist and anti-gay attack on him that occurred January of a year ago. January 2019, Smollett is due in court February 24th. The criminal court building on 26th in California, Webb, in a statement, 
Smollett faces six felony counts of disorderly conduct, charges that stem from four separate false reports that he gave to the police in which he contended he was a victim of a hate crime, knowing that he was not the victim of a crime. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, this is, every, I think everything yeah. in this situation is true. I think this is a situation of, uh, of a hyper-politicized event. I think Jesse Smollett brought a lot of this on his own. In fact, it may end up being that he brought all of this on his own. This was... Um... <laughs> Did we... I mean, I... Oh, wow. It's back. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't, oh, no. Don't tell him about the McGregor video. Do we need to I, I mean I I gave him as much crap as anybody I mean do we need to revisit Jesse's we don't. I, mean, Jesse's well, I think I think I think there's, 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 there's yeah I, I think I know simple. where you're going it's simple it's someone that you can make an example of it is that it is definitely that now before you respond I think I know where you're going to kind of go next if Jesse Smollett indeed, in fact, made all this up, he needs to I don't face know. the music. I don't know. Now, am I saying go to jail for the rest of his life? No, but he's, he needs to pay a severe fine. Uh, he definitely, if, if it comes to find out that he was, for whatever reason, whether it's to stay on the show or to build clout, that he came up with a reason to throw this plan together and pay guys to take the fall, then absolutely there should be some accountability. Um, I don't know if he should spend the rest of his life in jail. Hell, I don't know if he needs to, to I don't spend think that's jail in the time. Statutes, Travis. Okay, he can't go to jail for this. I don't think he can go to jail for the rest of his life. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, but then, you know, <laughs> when I crazy? say that, no, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But then, then it's like you start thinking about like, I don't know. Sometimes people convicted of a form of murder do like seven years. Right. Like I don't know. Right, and that's what I meant by that. When I say for like, if a rapist, if a rapist can't do three, then Jesse Smollett shouldn't be doing. Three years in prison. Know, he shouldn't even go to. He won't go to prison. I don't think he should go to prison either. But you. But I'm saying when I say this hyper politicized, people are going to yeah. want to be like, bring down the hammer because he embarrassed the city and the cops. And and he's right. I think his representatives are right. This is a hyper politicized moment for this district attorney. You understand why he's bringing this forward, uh, and in doing so, don't let this be a moment where, as you just pointed out, they're trying Black to make an History example Month. of him. Let him do one less day than Felicity Huffman. That's fair. I'm, yeah, there's yeah. my there's my offer. Yeah, and you just do it in a simple jail. Yeah, just lock up. Yeah, simple lock up. Yeah, get it done with. We're let's move on. Yeah, oh, it is it is another unfortunate situation where I don't I don't know what's what. I again all the evidence well, or at least the, it seems to point that he lied. It seems to point to that he lied, <laughs> and it's it's such a bizarre unnecessary situation. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, why you got to make it tougher on us, man? And then he called himself the gay Tupac, and that was just not necessary. No, yeah. Wait, are you Life more bothered by that? that? <laughs> it was bothersome. What bothers black Twitter more, that he says that or potentially lying? lying really. The gay Tupac really, really. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's not gonna, you're not going to draw a lot of sympathy when you go that route, are you? You're, or you're making it hard for people to there you do go. You're so. making it very difficult for people to defend you. Man, come on. We're trying here. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, 
I, I think, yeah, you're right. A lot of this seems like he made this up. Also, Chicago Police Department. So I don't, it's Chicago. What, you sound like a Republican now. <laughs> it's, it's Chicago. You, you just yell Chicago? Yeah, that's essentially it. Guns come up in the conversation? I just, I don't, I mean, it is, if we're talking a city that. When would you turn into Kanye over here? If we're talking about a city that's that a red notorious hat? and well documented for being extremely corrupt. No, that's, it's that's, not like I'm going to just immediately take the if and even if this was any other wait, city, I'm not sure if I'll take the word for it. But when it comes to wait, are you people about the to take their word the, for it, the politicians. Uh, yes. Watch, <laughs> when it comes to Chicago, watch you there. yeah. When you come to Chicago, you you just don't take everyone's <laughs> word for it. So I, I would I'm happy to follow the evidence here. Yeah. I'm not just going to sit up here and say, oh, the Chicago Police Department is exactly right. They got them dead to rights. Ah. Uh, you lost that benefit of the doubt some decades ago. So, yeah, I would just rather wait till the evidence comes out and let that tell the story. Well, Crazy, right? We'll see how it all shakes out. <laughs> yeah. You got anything else? You know what else is shaking out? Uh, St. Louis Counseling Services. There it is. There, I saw Chris. Yeah. I'll pop in here. Chris was waiting to strike. St. Louis Counseling. They're in here recording today. StLouisCounseling.org for more information. These fine folks are here to help you in the St. Louis area. Counseling services for all since 1955. Also, the podcast Mental Health Matters available on all platforms. Tell you, though, go to their website. Watch it. Listen to it there. Great information on mental health and breaking down the stigmas surrounding it. Travis? Just got a text. I got to uh, call someone, set up an interview for a doorman job. All right. Asking, can we do it live on the air? I don't know. I got to go to the facility. Can Travis and I officiate the interview? Absolutely not. Can we commentate on the interview? You want me to try and record it and bring it to you? That'd be great. (laughs) Please don't. Six years later, as you're up for head doorman, uh, an audio clip surfaces. Yeah. It looks we see like you're on this racist, what is this, a podcast? Well, this is a separate one than the other one I applied to, which uh, a friend of mine talked to the property manager at the other one. He does business with him, and he also said, hey, give me a call. Nice. So it looks like we got two possibilities here right now. Business is about to pick up. Oh, man. Look at you. The doorman's knocking. I see you. You're coming up, man. Dreams do come true. Anything is possible. Gotta watch that doorman movie still. Yeah, you do. Cannot find it. Mm. Travis, you need to look for it for me. I I don't know if I'm doing something I wrong. I feel like I have to go to the dark web to find it. I ain't going no dark web. Not doing oh. Black History Month. Speaking of movies, did you see uh I know it's Blackuary, but a Cocktoberfest miracle? What is that? The French Dispatch. Oh, the first movie. How poster. rude is it? How rude <laughs> is Wes Anderson <laughs> to announce his white ass movie? Doing my black ass month. Oh. And then Hap could call it the French Dispatch. The French Dispatch. And the trailer comes out today. Oh, I think I'm going to like it. All right. We got Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand, Bill Murray. Uh, what am I? I can't read some of them. I see Jeffrey Wright's in it. Jeffrey Wright. Benicio, Benicio Del, Del Toro. Toro's in it. Owen Wilson. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Wow. Adrian Brody. Yeah, those are some of the names there. Wow. 
But during Black History Month, here's Wes what I love Ar- about Wes Anderson. Oktoberfest miracle. By the way, I <laughs> friend of the show Matt Bronger tweeted, heard Wes Anderson's coming out with a new diorama. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Wes Anderson does a very good job. Like he'll do a movie, like no, like, like he'll just release the trailer. He's just yeah. like, I didn't know Wes Anderson was working on a film. There you go. Like Wes, he's pretty good at that. He's like, you'll look up, like oh, Wes Anderson's dropping a film. Oh, really? I didn't even know he was working. I saw on some one. stills too. That it's, look good. It's got that look. That, he's good. He's got. He's got Anderson a signature look. look. Got to give him credit. And man, I am. You gonna tune in? You can't wait. I'm can gonna you? go see. You gonna this. go see that shit? You gonna go straight to? I'll probably get Sean to go with me. Probably go straight up to the what? Chase Park Plaza. Yeah. You so, know they are gonna probably have three theaters showing that. And uh, that's gonna be like the that's the White Black Panther. Well, Wes Anderson. Front Frontenac would be the one for <laughs> that. Yeah, we know Frontenac would definitely be the one. But man, I'll I'll get Sean because we went and saw Moonrise Kingdom together. I, I, that's really a weird pair to go see a movie about Cub Scouts. Yeah. Well, and then I met went with two other friends from college, mm. and I, Sean got there before me, so they had to meet Sean before I even got there to kind of introduce everyone. I walked into walked into that. And the worst way I really do want Wes Anderson to do of one of his movies, but with an all black cast. He doesn't understand like he's leaving not only money on the table, uh-huh. but he's leaving. Endless amounts of awards on the table. With his style? Yeah. Imagine if that were would have dropped during like in February if he were to do something like that. I think that'd honestly I think that'd because be hilarious. If he did something quirky with an all black cast, it would honestly probably be one of the funniest things ever. Well, see, Danny Glover had a significant role yeah. in the Royal Tenant Bombs. So maybe that's maybe that's your lead. lead in. Yeah. And then you kinda go from there. Like, like just a ma- like I, Danny Glover's his black Bill Murray. Yes. In a way, yes. for for his, if he goes a different route, where we or we need to find who the West, the Black Wes Anderson is. Low key, Wesley Johnson. How funny would it be if like Chappelle ended up in a Wes Anderson film? Why not? Well, you know what though, maybe Chappelle is is his. Uh, Black his Bill Murray, yeah, because com- comedic background, yeah, but then goes into. Like a little more dry comedy, right. some darker roles and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe that could be the. the that could be funny. Dude, Chappelle oh, was yeah. in *The Star Is Born*. It doesn't get any more Caucasian than that. That's Come pretty damn Caucasian. That's a lot. Well, of Caucasian I could find more Caucasian. It's Caucasian, Caucasian, but we could find more. Chappelle also was in um, what's that movie with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan? You've got mail. Chappelle was in *You've Got Mail*. Yeah, Chappelle was in you've, *You've Got, got Mail*. He was a. He was the black best friend, and you've got mail. Let me check that. Oh, yeah. I hope it's Don Cheadle. Oh, I hope you got No, it wasn't Don Cheadle. It wasn't oh. Don Cheadle. Oh. <laughs> Why would you say Don Cheadle, Chris? He wants me to perfect. get... He wants me to... Uh, he wants me to get I, my black people confused. Oh, God. Doing black history. Man, man. you can't... I can't You miss can't this get this wrong. Go. You can't get this wrong. It was Dave Chappelle. Oh, God. I... 90s were good to Dave Chappelle. You've got mail and... My stomach dropped. Con Air? Yeah, my eyes kind of did, too. I was worried for you. I knew you. it wasn't Cheadle, but no. I knew, also didn't know for sure if it was Chappelle. I was scared for you. I knew like, it wasn't Cheadle. Like, you were... There was no coming back. Yeah, it wasn't. I would have ended... My last show would have been right there. Yeah, it was. you were I would done. have to walk off. That would have been it. I wouldn't even made oh it to my Friday. God. Oh, my God. Thank <sighs> Dabney Coleman was in You've Got Oh, me. my God. I love Dabney Coleman. Cloak and Dagger. 
Remember, you guys never saw Cloak and Dagger, did you? No. Uh, was it War Games with Matthew Broderick? Did you ever see that one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's Steve, got Steve Zahn was in this, guys. We talk about being nice to somebody in the 90s. The 90s were very nice to Steve Zahn. Yeah. Dabney Coleman, an underrated actor. I need to watch a Steve Zahn movie, and I used to be able to do a decent Steve Zahn. It's really you're just like, Row! By the way, Tom Hanks couldn't miss in the 90s. Tom Hanks hasn't missed in almost three decades. Uh, what was that one where he... Oh, it was Turner and Hooch. Uh, I enjoyed Turner and Hooch. It was the, what's the movie he did with the Coen brothers? And Marlon Wayans was in it. White Chicks. No. Oh, where no. he had the mustache? Yeah, you don't do this to me again, Gardner. <laughs> I, I was know what you're trying Chris. to do. Yeah, I thought Chris was going to jump in. Too. I wasn't going to. Raising Arizona. I wasn't going to do it. Ah! <laughs> Fargo. The lady, lady killers. Parker <laughs> 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 Posey was in you guys. Yeah, Parker now? Posey. I thought Parker Posey was his, uh, supposed to be next lady for you. Oh, she always plays the. Oh, yeah, Parker Posey always plays the. You're supposed to marry me, but I'm annoying. Lady Killers, is that a, like a, is it set in an older time? I don't think, I don't know if it was set in an older time. I have to look it up. No, it was a, now that was a bad Tom Hanks movie. But you can't blame him for giving it a What's shot. What's Tom Hanks' worst movie? It may have been the Lady Killers. Want to see what Rotten Tomatoes says? I heard some people uh, speculate before that they thought it was Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah, I think so. That could be it. That wasn't a good one. That wasn't. His uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Notes from the Field. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Documentary. My Life in Ruins, 2009. Was he in that? Sure. What is that? I don't know. Was that one where he just like has a small role or something? I don't know. It has to be like one week. It's a 9%. I think it has to be one we, we would... All right, let's see. Maybe that is a little more commercial in some way. Hang on. I mean, he had a run. Look, man, this Elliot, guy's... 1980, 22%. Uh, we can't count the early work because that's when. You just got to get, yeah, you gotta get Yeah, you got to get the gig. When was uh, Joe versus a Volcano? What year was that? Is that on that list? I've got the Money Pit at 45%. That's pretty high. I thought Money Pit was awful. But again, are we, is that still, is that still, I'm trying to get on Tom Hanks? Or is that, I mean, I'm all Tom Hanks. He was in Splash, which is a 90% in 1984. Okay, so after Splash well, is our starting bachelor, point. He did Bachelor Party, 54%. The Man yeah. with One Red Shoe, 47 Volunteers. So yeah, he's still building his career. versus the Volcano is a 62, 1990. Yeah. Really? So that can't be, so it's got to be yeah, the lady I don't colors, think right? that's. The Bonfire of Vanities, have you heard that? Oh, Radio know. Flyer. I loved Radio Flyer, yeah. and it's a 30% It was a kid movie. Yeah, I remember that one. May- Rebounded with a league of their own. And then Sleep in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's a 70, huh? Really? Rotten Tomatoes? Eh, it's not that really? great. Forrest Gump? It's not That's a good film. Okay, contrarian. Okay. That's a good film. I'm not, I'm not being a contrarian. Well, how, what is it, Chris? I mean, the- 70. No, it's at least an 80. No. It's at least an 80. That's a, one of the best films of all time. $330 million thinks different. Yeah, that's crazy yeah, talk. That's not necessarily how you evaluate it. It's great performance. It's great writing. It's in vain. Even some of the CGI still holds <laughs> up. Yeah. You can't just go to the money part. A hologram, that's when you have no argument. A hologram for the king. This came out in 2016. Da Vinci Code. 
That was trash. I like twenty six percent. I like okay. Da Vinci Code better than Forrest Gump. Wasn't oh my god. Wasn't Da Vinci Code supposed to be like the next big thing? They did like three of them, right? They did three. I don't think they were box office there was blow Da Vinci ups. Code, yeah. Angels and Demons, and then one that began with a D, I believe. Wasn't Inferno in there? Was Inferno. Inferno. That's yeah. it. Okay. How about how about he was the executive producer of Evan Almighty? Twenty three percent. Steve Carell. Yeah, I like Da Vinci Code better than Forrest Gump. I don't know what's wrong with you. Forrest Gump, I think, is pretty overrated. Really? Yeah. I think it's appropriately rated. How rude. Oh, you think it's appropriately rated at 70%. Okay. Larry Crown. Maybe Larry Crown. That's the one I'm thinking of, I think. Larry Crown. That's set in an older period? Uh, that wasn't set in an older period. That was just with him and Julia Roberts. What am I thinking? What am I thinking Lady Killers is? I can't. He's, he's dressed like a man from a later period, but okay, I think maybe, it takes okay, place. Okay, yeah, that's it. It okay. takes place around our time. Oh, it's just in the South. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah Tom right. Hanks doesn't have a ton of misses, though. I think everyone's going to have at least three to five, four to six on their resume. If you've acted you worked that enough, much, yeah. yeah. Well, I, th- I don't even know. So, I mean, it's not even focusing on the misses. I would just focus on what you did well, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like done a lot. You, you assume that you're going to miss some. So right. when you're evaluating, it's better to focus on not necessarily the bad beats or, you know, it's, it's the wins. And he's got a ton of them. The guy also has a great eye. I wouldn't just put, I wouldn't put Forrest Gump in that win category. Really? You wouldn't put Forrest Gump in his win category? I mean, there are better movies than that. I mean, didn't he win the Academy Award for Forrest Gump? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean they're right. So it was a box office critical success, an award-winning film. Yeah, and it's got heart. It's got heart. Mm. It's got got humor. It's it's poignant. Pop culture. Pop culture. Historical. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got sex. Got coke. AIDS. Black people. Yeah. Black Panthers. Standing yeah. on the balcony while the greatest guitar solo ever plays. Soundtrack's phenomenal. Mm. Heartfelt. Young Haley Joel Osment. Even makes a cameo at the end. Did the kid have AIDS? He did not. He did no. He did not. Uh, Is he smart? You got Robin Wright. Oh my God! Come on, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. It literally turned into a charity for military people. It is a an amazing film that still reverberates to this day. It's a little slow. Robert Zemeckis. He basically became one of the greatest directors in the industry from that film. Yeah. Wow. Shane Moyer, Nancy uh, Foyer. Let me uh, video a feather. <laughs> okay. And, uh, good God. Oh, wow. Fancy Foyer agrees. He says Forrest Grump's good, but it's kind of a baby boomer circle jerk. Yeah, it's, it's good. Boomers don't want to see it's AIDS. Fine. I don't want to watch it again. Boomers don't want to see Black Panthers either. I don't right. think Forrest Grump's very, uh, a rewatchable Beats the movie. shit out of a hippie. Beats the shit out of a hippie. I do not love that scene. Mm. Just because I cut my hair doesn't mean all of a sudden I want to beat the shit out of hippies. Uh, oh, so you side with people who uh, hit women. What? Stuck you in the corner, didn't I? I yeah, enjoy that. Yeah. And I've seen <laughs> four hippie he beat up with Pete Yeah, it doesn't make it so. It does. I'll talk louder if you disagree. <laughs> oh, I've seen that one. And and then of course, that does work. And then the greatest line probably <laughs> in the history of cinema, boy, your mama sure does love your education. <laughs> That's the greatest line in the history. I mean, he's banging Sally Field was it a and then walks out and says, your mama sure does love her education. Come mm-hmm. on, what movie mm-hmm. has that? And then has the kid go, 
uh, uh, come on! It's a funny scene, yeah. Very good scene. I just think, you know, the fact that he taught Elvis how to... Come on, that's funny. It's all right, okay. yeah. I, th- I just think it's good. It's a good yeah. movie. Okay. It's not like one of the best movies of all time. It's not like a top 100 movie. He's walking into the school and the black girl's oh. finally being admitted to the school. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he just starts walking in, waves to the camera. <laughs> That's a great film. Black Sheep says, when Travis said it had sex, is he referring to Jenny and her... All right. Oh, hey! what? Dad. No. No, it was not. I saw a to. meme. Uh, I don't know if I want to mention it. I saw a meme the other day involving... Maybe don't, then. <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> saw me. That's very troubling. So I'm going to tell it you. It was anyway. like Jenny on the airplane waving bye, and it was like, Oh yeah, I saw. That. Okay, you know what I'm talking. No, about. it's funny. Yeah, it said like, Bye, Forrest, and something. I'm paraphrasing. Like, I'll see you again when I'm like a, a single mother with AIDS. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, well, well, you put it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So started Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Yeah, I'm aware of all of these things. <laughs> Went to the army. Bear Bryant was in it? Yeah. Bear Bryant was it. He was a football. It was a sports movie and a war movie and a political movie. It was like eight movies in one, and it was so well done. Yeah, but you know, Da Vinci Code had Terry <laughs> McKellen. Da Vinci Code was terrible. I like Da Vinci Code. Terrible movie. That was oh. awful. But the things you do in college for getting with a girl, I literally went to LA to see that movie because the girl was hot. Yeah. See, only time, man, the things you do when you're 1920. I just like if, if Forrest Gump was on television, I'm not stopping to watch it ever again. I always it's, stop and watch it. It's, to me, it's not a rewatchable movie. It's just too okay. long. It is long, but it's still a good film. Nah, I don't want to waste my time with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, re- go reminisce about the world somewhere else. Okay. Uh, go, go, go get romantic <laughs> somewhere else with that. Keep that away from me. Speaking of boomers, yeah, it's a big win for a big boomer last night in New Hampshire. Big boomer, big boomer, big boomer, Bernie Sanders. Okay, Bernie Sanders. Am I allowed to vote for him still since I cut my hair, or do I have to change it? Man, now with your hair the way that it's cut, your yes. candidate's already out. You would have to vote for Cory Booker. You have a Cory Booker haircut. <sighs> yeah, I know. I never liked his jeans though. Uh, I'm shocked, Chris, uh, that an older white man from Vermont was able to win in New Hampshire last night. He did edge out Pete oh, Buttigieg. Um, but it looks like we have an official frontrunner to the Democratic nomination, and his name is Bernard Sanders. You didn't give him a middle name? Bernard Rufus Sanders. Let's see what it actually is. Um, I like Rufus though. That sounds Rufus good. pretty solid. I don't Uh-oh. see a middle name for him. He will get the majority of the delegates, of course. Pete Buttigieg did pretty well as well. I guess the surprise of the night was Amy Klobuchar uh, with her third place finish. Uh, my home girl Elizabeth Warren came in fourth. Yeah. Um, but we. So we have... Um, she still has the third most delegates, though. She does. Um, at the moment, it looks like, though, uh, your, our, my prediction for Andrew Yang will come up short. 
Why is that? Uh, he has decided to drop out or suspend his campaign. So Andrew Yang is completely done. And there was some. There was a guy named I think um, Michael Bennett or something that was running. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He dropped out officially, right? He's. I, I like him too. Okay. He's pretty good. Came from Colorado, am I correct? Uh huh. Okay. Uh, so he's now dropped out. So the fi- the field is getting smaller. Um, the girl Tulsi Gabbard brought in, I think, three percent. Good for her. I think they should keep the field as big as possible, so that. Trump and his his DOJ, I won't say ours, his DOJ can, uh, it makes it harder for them to target someone in particular. Right. <laughs> right. That's my strategy yeah. there. I, um, yeah, I, I, I said this in our group chat. I said, um, this is Pete Buttigieg, I think, considering for a guy that was mayor, um, no one knew less than a year ago, mm-hmm. he's had a good run in states. I Why thought, is that, you think? He's, he's an Indiana guy, Midwestern, boyish looks. Starting to feel, feel a little weird, right? The Pete Buttigieg mm-hmm. love. Should he be? Uh, no, I get it. The ca- I, I, I look at the caucus, and I can see why a guy like Pete would resonate. He's a Rhodes Scholar. He's a former vet. Oh, he is a vet, excuse me. Um, so, I mean, he has an impressive resume on paper. Uh, it's just, unfortunately, when the candidate has to answer questions about their record, uh, they they generally expose themselves, especially in areas outside of Iowa and New Hampshire. And so with places like Nevada and South Carolina coming up, I'm just not too sure uh, the viability of Pete Buttigieg. But he's he's got he's got at least the fundraising behind him. Yeah. So he'll be he'll definitely be viable. Uh, as for Bernie, he's got the momentum, certainly coming off 2016. He's a guy from Vermont, New Hampshire. And he also did well. He made inroads when he pl- went against Hillary uh, four years ago. So it makes sense that he would have a bit of an edge there. Um, I thought I would have saw more out of a Warren, considering that she's put a lot of groundwork there, good ground. And then, of course, being from Massachusetts, thought that would help. Uh, but Klobuchar was a surprise. But at the same time, she's also a moderate. And so that resonates very well with a lot of folks up in New Hampshire. Uh, so it wasn't, and there wasn't a too much of a huge surprise last night. Uh, Klobuchar's, I think, results will be considered today the, the big shock to a lot of folks. But yeah. like I said, now you got to travel, and you got to travel to some states that are a little bit more diverse, not as completely white. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Joe Biden uh, looks like he's going to plant his flag in South Carolina. That's where he's going to mount some type of comeback, and I'm I can't blame him. Black people love them some Joe Biden. And as someone pointed out, Roland Martin, I think, pointed out last night, uh, that the guys at the top right now, Bernie and and Pete, very impressive resumes, capable men. They don't have a ton of African-American support. Biden and Warren does, so they still have room to, to work. I don't think Warren has more than Bernie. I think hers were a little bit higher than Bernie in other states. Oh, you're talking yeah, states mm-hmm. in particular. So, okay. but we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't think it's anything too crazy last night. Uh, I was very happy that they finished in an appropriate hour, 1030. <laughs> I think that's you're happy it was a primary I'm and not a it was very much of a primary. So, yeah. I, uh, Bloomberg didn't place because he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't on the ballot. Am I correct? He was not. He was not on the ballot. I think he could have been a write-in though. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll have to see a little bit later with him. I, I think to your point we were talking about yesterday about acknowledging that obviously the very first 
events of the new election season being the caucus in Iowa and of course the primary of New Hampshire wasn't a strong representation of the American voter. I think I actually saw some more stories about that last night. Yeah. Um, and to that point, I completely agree. So that's why I, for one, if I am Klobuchar, if I am Biden, if I am Warren, by no means am I freaking out at this point. Um, and if I'm definitely, if I'm Warren and it looks like Bernie's not going to run away with it, or at least it doesn't like he's going to have all the delegates, you're looking at a situation where, well, I'll take my chances at the convention. And I think if you're the Bernie folks, that's the last thing you want. Yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> if this thing gets to the convention, it's definitely Biden's or Warren's. I think it's likely to be Warren's if it goes to the convention. So if you're Bernie, you're going to have to win a lot of these races. <sighs> I don't and know, I, don't, I don't think you can allow that to happen. Just I'm saying that, if, if, I mean, if, 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 you've if already, you did it once. Look, you did it once. And if you do it again, I mean, you're alienating your own people. You got, oh. it would, it would, it would be, it would be the worst case scenario here in February. And mind you, we got some months ago and a ton can happen in between. And it usually does in politics. But if we're here right now in February, looking out into the summer, that is absolutely the worst case scenario for Democrats. You're right. You don't want that. You definitely, and you definitely don't want it to be Bernie and Warren. Because though, mm, that that's gonna be very to to the minds of the casual watcher, like like not even to be funny when I say this, like to Chris, Chris is thinking to himself, "Oh, it's Hillary all over again." Mm-hmm. So to many, and and the Bernie folks are going to sound the alarm on that as well. So yeah, if anything, it's important that whoever wins this. Please win the nomination by a ton of delegates. Please have a ton of delegates before we get to, I think, is it in <coughs> Philly? Milwaukee. Milwaukee? Okay. Oh, Wisconsin this year. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's your primary update. What's next? Nevada? Uh, Nevada, then South Carolina. In South Carolina. Or if you're from Missouri, you say Nevada. Nevada? Is that Nevada, Missouri, correct? Yeah. Who has the edge there, you know? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't looked that far ahead yet. I do need my girl Warren, though. She's got to get a victory in here somewhere. I would like that. I'm, I mean... She's got to get a victory. Otherwise, I, I don't hate Bernie. That's the crazy thing. I don't. I just... I call me an ageist. Yeah, I can understand that. Ageist after gonna, a heart attack. I just... Ugh. I understand where people are coming from with that. If he's going to do it, he's got to... I think if Bernie... Bernie can nail it down. Got to convince Stacey Abrams to be your VP. That's a hell of a ticket. That's a hell of a ticket. And that's that's one That's where you've you've if you do something like that, you would hope you would motivate the young voter that yes. Bernie seems to attract and also African American and more in particular African American women. Right. Uh with uh Stacey Abrams. And at uh-huh. that point that's ball game. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that it's in play. It's folks down in Georgia though. Well, that'd be a nice little state to pick off. I think if you ended up with that ticket, that I mean, it clearly is over at that point. Yeah. And maybe it'll be a situation where a guy like Obama and Michelle come in and they go, all right, guys, pretty clear where this is all headed. Stacy, jump on this ticket. I'm going to wrap my arms around all you guys. You got you got a pretty nice coalition. If you're able to go Bernie, Stacey Abrams, throw the Obamas in the middle. I think that, that, that could be enough, unless, 
Attorney General Barr gets involved and then it's anybody's Or the Russians. Or the I mean, Russians. there's always that possibility. We'll get to this next hour, and I'm curious to get your opinion. I'm going to read you this, this story about the Attorney General, and then I want you to tell me whether or not you think Trump, if he loses in November, will actually leave the White House. Because I think what happened yesterday is a perfect example of why I believe, even in, if he loses in November, that old Don ain't walking out that door easily. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Shall we take a break? Sure. Chris Simmons, Travis Farrell, live at Midco Studio. We'll be right back. Hi, Mom. <laughs> 